Welcome back to another episode of the Mixed Witches Podcast, and this is the last episode for May, and that's oh. wild. It's crazy. It stresses me out. <laughs> like, yeah, by the time we get here, I'll be stressed out because it'll be the end of May, and I'll be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What have I done? What have I done all month? That That's going to be the question, yeah. because... It will be. Yeah. Because I'm on shore duty right now, but I work with people who are on sea duty, and the sea duty people are going on deployment soon. So, once, like, CAG is gone, we're not going to have too much to do, so we're hoping for more time off, and it's going to be like, okay, where do I go? (laughs) All the places to see. No... Or too much time to see them. Who knows? Anyway. Good girl. <laughs> I'm having trouble. It's fine. To talk about. I haven't eaten today. <laughs> like I'm, I'm on like a, a, a sugar drop. Anyway. <laughs> um, I am going to be talking about star seeds today because I mentioned them in the last episode, and if you didn't go looking them up, I'm about to tell you about them. So my info came from medium.com and Rebecca Campbell, 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 dot M-E. What does dot M-E mean? I have no idea. I've never seen that ending to a website. Anyways. (sighs) There's a lot (laughs) that goes into starseeds. I'm not going to cover it all. This is literally just the basics because you are learning along with me. But there's a lot of definitions about what a, what star seeds are. One that I saw was that they're people who know they're multidimensional beings and there's more to life than just Earth. And then another one, the one that I prescribed to is that star seeds are old souls, emphasis on fucking old, that are originally from a star system other than our own. They're considered to be advanced spiritual beings from outside of Earth. And then some people believe that they're aliens that came to Earth and got caught up in Earth's reincarnation cycle. So that's unfortunate if that's the case. Um, I will... <laughs> I will preface this saying that I am skeptical of star seeds, but as I believe I that energy can travel and do whatever the fuck it wants, and there's things I don't understand, star seeds could be completely possible. I believe there's life past Earth. I don't believe it's coming here, but <laughs> it, who knows? Who really knows? We don't. 
you know, anyway. That's some of the basic definitions you will see and can see out and about in the world. For each different kind of starseed, there are also different kinds of characteristics and things that make them up where they're from. Being a starseed is closely related to the spirit to your spiritual awakening. So chances are as you spiritually awaken, if you are a starseed, this is the time frame you will figure that out. Another thing that I saw for starseeds is that they're um, they're souls that are here to grow personally, to assist humanity's growth, and or some do both. So, who knows? Cool. Who knows what your soul decided for you this time? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure if you did the research, you'll know. Yeah, because I've I've never feel felt connected to this. I we've got like both Ryan and I have gotten it in a couple of readings. And every time it happens, I'm just like, that just doesn't sound like me. So I believe uh, yeah. that that doesn't sound like me. I have been here this whole time. I completely, I believe it is one of those things that can be purported and talked about too much in the same way that Twin Flames can be purported and talked about too much. Fair enough. Many people like to talk about it, but most of us shouldn't probably know about it, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like it's a rarer phenomenon than the amount of people who talk about it make it out to be, if that makes sense. I think, right, I think it's talked about too much for the fact that even though there are 7 billion people on the planet, meaning rare is still a big-ass number, it's still rare. And for all of these people to be talking about it is like, no. It's like how... Certain types of diseases are rare, but hypochondriacs will think that they have this disease no matter how rare it is. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I felt called out after I sent you that post on Instagram yesterday because I went into the tags because I wanted to know more. I was like, okay, well, this probably has other things to go into it. Like, what are the parameters for, like, limb flexibility and how much your joints pop, and so on and so forth. So I went into the comments because I figured there was would be more in there, and there was. It wasn't like the last time I went into the comments. And um, yeah. the flexibility is like people can push their hand back and touch their arm. Like, yeah, I've seen people who have that, and there's actually a makeup artist that I like who has that, and she talks about it a lot. Yeah, and I was like looking at oh, it, and there's like... Fucking fun. 13 different kinds of it and I was like holy fuck <laughs> so yeah I felt called out but like I did the I did the research I was like okay this isn't me I know this isn't me point being um that was besides the point actually so <laughs> actually no that was the point it's rare I I am 100% believe that if starseeds do exist, they are rare. And they're not as touted to being as common as they sound. Right. So some signs that you might be a starseed um, are knowing or recognition. So 
the basically if you're drawn to this idea if you're drawn to the idea of star seeds um, the more and the more you research the more you're gonna recognize and feel familiar with it so for like me and Ryan we're doing the research because it's like well I'm doing the research because it sounds interesting enough but already in my mindset I know this isn't me I just want to know more about it next you can't <laughs> and, and these are also going to coincide with several other things that we've previously talked about I think I talked about it in the last episode or the episode before last where a lot of things kind of intersect and they'll sound similar or the same but there will be one major difference that makes you not that thing. So, <laughs> with that in mind, the next thing is that you can't stop looking at the stars. So you have a, like a connection with them. You feel like you have a connection. You're always looking at things more deeply. So asking weird existential questions, searching for wisdom. You might have asked your parents, what's the meaning of life? And your parents went, you are too young. Your parents were like, bro, what? Oh, bro, I don't know. That's the question we're all asking, ain't it? Uh, you'll have a feeling of not belonging, feelings of wanting to go home. So this is what I meant last episode when the um, feeling like Earth is not your home. This is what I meant. Is that, uh, so feelings of wanting to go home, but no place ever really feels like home. You'll be intuitive or psychic, extremely empathetic, again, typical signs of your third eye opening, so, eat, make with this, of, take, take this as for what you will. Um, animals and babies are drawn to you, which... Again, you might just be an, like a green witch. Animals are right. tend to be drawn to like green witches, head witches, so on and so forth. Maybe you're just good with kids. <laughs> Maybe you're just a witch. This really yes. sounds like I'm totally against this idea. I'm just... <laughs> I'm not. I just don't believe in it for me. Sorry. I feel bad <laughs> because it, it, I'm like... It, it sounds like I'm trying to fight everything, but I'm not. You're spiritual, so this is broad, but it basically is its own definition. I'm not going to try to go into that. Spiritual is different for everybody. Uh, you love fantasy or mysteries of the world. You're, you're referred to as an old soul. Hmm, thinking back to the last one. <laughs> last episode. Old um, soul. You have no time for pettiness or mundane day-to-day -day life stuff. You're not interested in, like, alcohol, like, excessive uses of alcohol, or watching a whole lot of TV. You know you have a purpose, but you struggle to find it. Hello. Trying well, to open my third eye. <laughs> I know it's not me because part of my struggle is not thinking that I have a purpose. Right. I feel like I can't find it because I actually don't really feel like it exists. Oh, fair. That, 
that's that's not today. Y'all ain't my therapist, okay? <laughs> uh, you may have a problem with systems and authority. You love helping others, and you may catch synchronicities in repeating numbers often. So like I said, I think the biggest one here is going to be like your knowing <laughs> because yeah, a lot of like, these go along with like just being a witch and stuff. Well, I do feel like that. I mean, in a way that's like, there's nothing really more important than that because your intuition tells you everything. And if your intuition is telling you you're a star seed, then you're a star seed fam. I don't know. Right. No one can tell you otherwise. Your so, truth is your truth. Also, don't let them. Right. Don't let them tell you otherwise. That's not our job either. You're like, bro, you ain't a star seed. Bro, I don't know you like that. <laughs> I really don't. If I don't know your life. If you're, I don't know your DNA. If you say, right, if you say you're a star seed, I'm going to believe you. I'm gonna, the breaks. That's it. That's it. That's the key. Isn't that part of me, part of my empatheticness is like, isn't that how we all got here? Like one day we said, I, you know, I think I'm a witch. And now here we are. Yeah. Like, that's how everything is. Like, uh, it's not my job to tell you you're not that. I'm fucking rude. <laughs> Fair enough. Y'all are rude. That's y'all's problem. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Actually, some of you, some of you, I'm not kidding. Stop being rude to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I've said it multiple times, and I'll continue to say it until I'm blue in the face. But, like, if it's not hurting you, whatever anybody else believes is not your business. Dude, straight up, if you want to be an alien, you ain't killing people. Be an alien. It, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to go into that soapbox. I can go on and on and on. <laughs> so, different types of starseeds. And these are, I've seen more than just what I listed, but I didn't want to go into every single one of them. There was quite a few. So, here are some types. You have uh, Syrians, which are from the planets Sirius Alpha and Sirius Bravo. Sirius Alpha is the brightest star in our sky. And the two planets are um, noted for initiating the awakening of all human beings. I don't know what that means. I didn't look. I didn't want to look. Take with that what you will. <laughs> and gave us ascended masters like Jesus or Mother Mary. So some traits that go along with a, a Syrian are spiritual and uncomplicated. They're well-adjusted and peaceful, task-oriented, unable to express inner emotions, so they have a hard time telling you how they feel. Uh, it's, easier, it's easier for them to honor their truths. They're emotionally repressed. So that goes along with being unable to express their emotions. Uh, they're inner world dwellers, which, a.k.a. daydreamers. They, they can be humorous when... i you guys. <laughs> right? They can be humorous when they trust you. So, when they start to trust you, their personality might change, but in a good way, not like, a, not like they become a jackass. Yeah, not in a devious way. Yeah, not in a way as they were, like, trying to... Uh, like, what's the word? Dupe you. 
That's not the word I wanted, but that's the word we're going to go with. They're not trying to dupe you. That's good enough. (laughs) I understand. And also, you might attract cats, dogs, whales, or dolphins. Whales? Yeah, that's attracting whales. Whales and dolphins. Both, like, sea cows. (laughs) (gasps) By the way, this information is coming from numerologist.com. Yeah. Y'all, if you are tracking whales and you say you're a starseed, bro, who am I to question you? I'm not going to question you. You're friends with whales. I can't. Whales. Fucking Aquaman over here. (laughs) Oh my god. The next one is. Starseed confirmed. But. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. He's, he's an Atlantean. He's, he's another thing. We have a talk. We're not talking about Atlantis yet, dear God. Uh, I mean, I didn't write it down, but I want to say Atlantean and Lumerian were on the same one. I didn't write it down, though, because I was like, Atlantis is on Earth. So, anyway. I straight up believe it's a whole other dimension, bro. That ain't even a planet. No, seriously. That's, we ain't talking about that yet. We're not, we're not there yet. We're not into that conspiracy theory. Alright, so the next one is, uh, Pleiadian? 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 Um, so they're from, oh my god, the word came back, Pleiadus. The which is a star cluster known as Seven Sisters, Miser, no, not Miser, Messier, Messier 45, and the Eye of the Bull. It is found in the Taurus constellation. It is said to be, like, they're said to be the record keepers and a matriarchal society. So, some traits of these people are that they're sensitive, joyous, and Joyous and compassionate, emotionally repressed, this seems to be a theme, Uh, emotional sponges, so on top of repressing your emotions, you're sucking up everybody else's, so I am so sorry. Uh, Soulful healers, which is a key attribute, they're deeply intuitive, again, a theme. Wonderful communicators, they can be detached, they have unwavering faith, they're prone to escapism, and they're elegant and feminine. Next, we have uh, Arcturian, which they are from Arcturus. They are the most advanced civilization, and they're fifth-dimensional beings. So some characteristics of these peeps are that they they have a strong personality. They are... What does this mean? I know what it means. They're they're essentially looking for their purpose. They have have a feeling of a lack of belonging. They may be attracted to public speaking. They're creative. They have wanderlust. Technology fascinates them. They have sensitive senses. I don't know what that means. I do know what that means, but also at the same time, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird way to put it, and I should have written it different, but I didn't. So sensitive senses. 
They're forward changing. So this is this is the one that I uh, attribute to a, the the sign of Aquarius. So kind of like your rebels, or maybe that's not this one. I don't know. Forward change makes me think rebel. Anyway, uh, they can be distant, distant and cautious. They crave personal freedom and. They are well organized. The next one is Andromedan from the Spiral Shaped Andromeda Galaxy or MS31 or M31. So these peeps can be balanced between, they have a balance between masculine and feminine energies. So positive and negative, like we were talking about at the beginning of the month. They crave freedom. They, they are confident but can struggle with self-love. They're connected to nature and water. They love traveling. They have an innate teacher and guide. Like, they're innate teachers and guides. They can be creative and logical. They're drawn to ancient civilizations. They're not egotistic, so they don't work off their ego, I guess is the best way to put that. And they feel tempted to live off-grid. The second to last one that I have is Lyran, which is the oldest souls in the whole galaxy, surrounded by Hercules, uh, Cygnus, and Draco. It is the brightest star in the Vega constellation. These people can be active, energetic, and adventurous, they are naturally authoritative leaders. They can be stern and serious, tactical and solution focused. They are interested in magic, metaphysics, and advanced technology. They can be fearless, passionate, and grounded. Uh, they tend to be somebody who people watches. They're that kind of loner. <laughs> they can be intelligent and independent, flirtatious and sexual. Uh, they can develop a feeling of can't go home. They have a connection to cats, and they are wisdom keepers. And the last one I have is Orion, which are from the Orion uh, constellations. They can be compassionate activists, inspiring entrepreneurs, logical and task-focused, opinionated and critical, Wisdom-seeking relationship challenges can be a theme in their life. Uh, sensitive and independent, humorous and funny, and I don't remember writing that all at all. The last one says vivid blue eyes. Alrighty. I thought I had agreed. I, I thought I had agreed with myself not to put physical traits, but there it is. But clearly, your hand went this one. This one. This one's right. Anyways, that's what I have. Those are some star seeds. The basis. The basis. If you want to know more, there's books out there. There's people who talk about it all the time. There's people on YouTube. There's literally a shit ton of books. Like, honestly. Like, all you got to do is look. It's everywhere. Yeah. What are you talking about? Circle casting. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good basic one we never covered. I was about to say, because we haven't talked about this one yet. And I thought, I don't, I don't know how to do this. 
So this is pretty simple. So circle casting is the act of casting a circle. Duh. <laughs> you cast you cast a circle before doing spell work to create a sacred space on top of whatever else you put in your sacred space. But the circle is to protect you. So things can't get in and out without your consent. So to cast a circle, this is some this is like a basic circle casting. You'll probably change some stuff and add some stuff depending on how you perform your witchcraft, but this is like a basic ritual. So, first you cleanse the space. Sometimes literally, as in you take a sponge and some soap. (laughs) (laughs) And by using incense or sage or um, a bell or what have you to cleanse out the negative energy. Open your windows when you cleanse negative energy. Then you mark out a representation of the circle using a wand in the air, or you can form a physical circle using objects that I have listed. So you can visualize one, or you can actually create one. You also may want to visualize pure energy and breathe it in and breathe it out. The circle is your energy. This will be filled with your energy, which is the point. That way there's no dark entities or whatever else. I don't know what's in your house. You may want to say an incantation or an invocation. I didn't write one down, but there are plenty. I think I didn't write one down because I didn't want to say one because that's rather personal. In fact, the one I got this from, I didn't like. So I didn't write it down. (laughs) Sometimes you may want to invoke deities or you can invoke... There are certain angels that have to do with certain directions, some people do, or certain deities, or you can um, invoke the elements, also depending on directions, that's the word, you know, north, south, east, and west, to sort of protect you and to protect your circle. And you have to make sure that you close the circle when you are done. Which is basically doing the ritual all over again. Or if you cast a physical circle, it means breaking the circle. But when you are done, you have to remove the circle. Normally, this could be done doing an an incantation or invocation, thanking any deities or anything that you ask to protect the circle so that they know that the job is finished. Or some people like to ring a bell at the beginning and end of their spell work to signify the end of the spell work. Also, if you would like to leave your circle, that is by either physically or visually making a door. And I mean like actually drawing a door in the circle. Some people like to do like drawing curtains as well and pushing, pushing motion. But if you want to leave the circle, you can actually make a a hole in your circle, or if you visualized a circle, then you visualize an opening in your circle. Which you also need to make sure you close if you make so the circle is closed. So some circle casting alternatives to salt. 
salt is like the number one thing that people like to use to cast a physical circle. I'm sure if you've ever watched a movie, <laughs> there will be salt. Supernatural. That's literally what I thought of too. <laughs> but salt is not good for the ground. So if you cast a circle outside, you do not want to use salt. You can use it inside your house in whatever space, but it is not good for the dirt. So, some alternatives if you're going to do it outside, or if you just don't want to use salt. You can use candles. You can do four, one in each direction, or you can do an actual circle. Dried herbs, stones, you can use actual rope and string, pine cones, which of course, if those are already outside, just use them. They're already outside. I'm, I'm sorry, I just started laughing because the way you said pine cones, you said pine cones? Listen. I'm sorry. Well, it's a little bit weird, so I I wrote it down, but it also confused me. So I was like, okay. I, I, get, I mean, it's the same way that I was like, vivid blue eyes. What the fuck? What are we writing? <laughs> Big questions. Um, you can also use sand. Straight up, go to the beach and straw circle. You can do that. I would. <laughs> Fair. You can use flowers. You can use crushed eggshells, which I actually see a lot. Of. I think that's people's like second thing compared to salt. I think a lot of people like to use eggshell. You can use fallen leaves. You can use acorns. And you can use bird seed. You can use lots of other things too, but those are some examples. Obviously, bird seed, if you leave it there, the birds will eat it. So that's nice. Crushed egg cells are biodegradable. So it's also a very good fertilizer. If you use like rope or string and you're outside, please pick them up. Do not leave your rope and string out there. Also, maybe pick up your stones if you're outside and you don't want to leave them there. Everything else you could theoretically find, but if you bring stuff, take them back. <laughs> if you put things outside, please don't leave them outside. That is called littering. Yeah, take that shit up. Mother Gaia is not going to be happy. She will be like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? You think you're gonna your spell's going to work after you leave this shit here? Uh-uh. No, seriously. So, why would you want to cast a circle? Well, you would want to cast a circle because, for, for, for security, I feel like I don't necessarily, I should probably feel more like this, but I don't necessarily get, like, too afraid that some sort of demon's going to come in and try to fuck with my spell. But it is, like, security of, like, this is my bubble, and I've made it. And nothing can come in my bubble. <laughs> Also, for negative energy, or harmful energy, rather, detrimental demons that want to come and get you. Because if you are doing, I don't want to say dark magic, because it can happen if you're not doing dark magic. But hypothetically, if you were um, using a Ouija board, or if you were, like, doing, like, something that was a little bit, hmm, you may want to cast a circle to protect yourself. So that way, 
things that are unwanted stay out of the circle. That is why we use salt for demons. We said no. No, sir. No, thanks. Although, I just imagined, could you imagine doing that whole, like, Bloody Mary thing, like, we used to do when we were kids, but what if you cast a circle, does she pop up? Oh, my God. <laughs> if you cast a circle, is it like having, like, a... The phone keeps ringing, but no one answers. Oh, my God. Because you can't. And that fucking... That fucking game is so creepy. Like, we had this creepy-ass bathroom we did it in, and I could never go back in there. I never went back in there. We did, too. And I... See, I didn't do it, but I knew people did do it. So every time I went in that bathroom, I was, like, terrified. I never went in there. I peed my pants because I didn't want to go in there. I... I'll admit that. I walked I in. I was so terrified about bathroom. I walked in multiple times on girls doing it because we had a big mirror on one wall for girls to check yeah. their hair in and stuff, you know, the usual. And we had like big stalls, but there was small toilets in it because it was for fourth graders. It was for little kids. And right. it was so creepy. Like I don't, and, and the lights were pretty bad in there, and the windows were way, way up high on the ceiling and covered in grime. And, like, I just, wa- I would walk in there, and girls would be doing that, and I just could never be in there alone. Like, I would rather just run across the school and go to a different bathroom. Seriously. Uh, did we all have that? We all had that. You know we did. <laughs> Everybody had a Bloody Mary bathroom. Oh, God. So if you also know how to set like circle circle grids, no crystal grids, you could make a you could cast a crystal grid circle, probably. I assume you can. <laughs> it is called a circle. I assume. I mean, a circle goes around a pentagram. If that's also comfortable for you, you may want to do that. You could also cast a physical circle and also a visual circle. And the reason you want to close the circle when you're finished is to make sure nothing can get out. I don't mean to be ominous, but that is kind of the point. It's the same idea. Nothing can get in and out, and you want to close the circle so nothing can get in and out. You don't want to leave it up. There's something about that that seems a little bit like, maybe don't. (laughs) It's in the same way like they tell you to lock your mirrors when you buy mirrors. Personally... I'm lazy and I don't do that, but I kind of understand, like, the point. Like, there's a mirror there and you're just like, mm. Hmm. Something about that, like, mm. That's how I feel about, like, don't... If you cast a circle, close the circle. Because I have a funny feeling if you don't do that, you may not be happy. You might regret it later. Because, like, that literally feels like one of those things that was like, okay. You know, okay. I kind of get, like, the mirror one, though... Less actual mirrors and more just reflective surfaces. Because I've never lived in a place that has reflective walls. But my barracks room has reflective walls in the kitchen. And it's so creepy when I realize, oh, hey, that's a reflective surface. And I, like, I understand why they're the way that they are is to make cleanup easier. So, like, if you're cooking and you spray grease, you can wipe off the wall. Doesn't change the fact it 
still creepy as fuck. It doesn't change the fact that a demon can steal my soul. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, fam. Sorry. <laughs> Circle casting is very simple, but it's also one of those basic things that I kind of feel like is simple. It means we never talk about it. We never talk about it. How many times are we going to talk about this? Literally, <laughs> people will just say, okay, make sure you cast your circle. And it's like, well, f- fuck, how do I do that? I feel that way about, we just talked about locking mirrors. That's how I felt. Everyone started talking about it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? What is that? What do you mean? <sighs> That's another episode. That's Speaking later. of which, I haven't done that for any of the mirrors in here. And, uh, I used to. Remember I used to go and take peppermint oil and draw a pentagram on mine? And the windows? Man, I haven't done any of that. What the fuck have I been doing? Slacking. Slacking! Being a bad witch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, I'm doing something new this time. I am bringing in a YouTuber. We don't really talk about YouTubers. No. But I think it's because we're about them. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they follow Grace with us, just like everybody else, just like books and movies. But anyway, um, the YouTuber I'm talking about is Stargirl the Practical Witch, and y'all may or may not know about her. I want to say she's pretty popular on YouTube, but at the same time, I don't know if that's just because... But just in the witchy community, or if other people outside the witchy community know about her? Either way. I think it's just in the witchy community, but I think she's pretty popular in the witchy community. Yeah. Um, either way, the reason I bring her up is <laughs> is because she talks about star seeds quite often. Like, she'll bring them up in her readings. She's a tarot reader. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, she's a tarot reader. And, uh... She'll bring them up in her readings pretty often. And that's that's basically that's basically why I'm talking about her. I like I like her readings. I don't. She has more information than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I think she has a few videos on star seeds here and there. She was the one that I first watched. Yes. About like stars. Yeah. And. What else besides the <laughs> besides the tarot reading? She, she also does astrology. Yeah, she does sidereal astrology, which is not anything that I've taught you. Yeah. So it's different. Interesting, but different. Like marginally different. Yeah. It just doesn't. It's not my vibe. Yeah, it, it doesn't. doesn't feel it like doesn't. My personality. So. Yeah, it doesn't hit the same way that our astrology yeah. does. So. Of a tropical. It's a, okay. There's a bit of a contention on whether or not Sidereal actually exists, and I think that's the thing for me. Mm. There's a little bit of a debate on whether or not it should exist, and if it's like actually a thing. So I'm just like, let me just let me, let me come back. <laughs> but if you like that, she teaches that. She, she got that. She do that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go watch her. Support her channel. It's great. She's a pretty lady. I like her. Yes, she is. What do you? What media do you have? What are you well, telling us about? Practical magic that you just brought up. Oh. Yes. 
I love Miracle. Not specifically for the circle casting, because when I think of casting circles, I think of supernatural. But talking about all of this, it made me think of the practical magic. Is what made me think of. I'm trying to remember because I want to say she did cast a circle when she did the thing that she did. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I, I want to say yes because I want to say the roses started to grow in a circle around the grave, you know? I haven't watched that movie in so long. So, so Practical Magic came out in 98, the year I was born. Hello. And it stars Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, who I love very, very much. <laughs> I love them a lot. And it is based off a 95 novel of the I, same name. How the fuck did I not know there was a book? Oh, my God. Okay. So we have two ladies who are born into a magical family. And they have avoided witchcraft until a certain situation makes them get into the witchcraft and then we have a man police officer who grows suspicious of their witchcraftiness ain't that always how it fucking goes right so then we have like one of the the girl one of the sister's boyfriend passes away so then they try to revive him but they revived his corpse with an evil spirit. So then they gotta fix that. Because. 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 So. It is considered a romantic comedy fantasy film. It's fair enough. <laughs> and of course they, they start doing the magic. There's also stuff about breaking generational curses, you know, with her and her husband. I'm trying to read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Yes. It's been a long time since I've seen it. That does not change my love for it. No. This is also one of those. This is not personally one of my movies, but this came out in 98. This is absolutely a movie you watched and then went, I want to be a witch. Yeah. That's it. That's it. This it's, and Kiki's delivery service. My two. Oh. <laughs> I love Kiki's delivery service. No, seriously, it's so good. <laughs> it says Maria Owens, a young witch, is exiled to Marie's Island in Massachusetts with her unborn child for escaping her execution. When her lover does not come to rescue her, she desperately casts a spell upon herself to stop falling in love due to heartbreak. Only to die soon after. That is the spell that they have to break. You know what? I'd actually be really mimed if I found an ancestor who had some sort of spell like that. And then I found out I had to break. Because it was affecting me. <laughs> I did not. I dig them up. No, honestly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, of course, these two ladies... Find out they're witches. I told you. <laughs> the boyfriend dies, then becomes possessed. Now they have to fix that. On top of this curse. 
on top of everything else. So, watch it. It's a good movie. And then, it is very good. And it says at the end of the movie, they celebrate All Hallows Eve dressed up in witch costumes and are embraced and welcomed by the townsfolk. Yeah, her and her daughters and and her aunt, their aunt. Right. Everybody. You know they become head witches. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) And teach everybody, teach all their offspring. You know that's how, you know that's how it goes. After it's all said and done, they're going to teach everybody and become like the head witches in town and have like, they're going to make potions and like tinctures and stuff and help the people and then that's going to be their family on and on and on. You know, I know how this goes. That it was filmed. It was filmed in California. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Eight. Wait, do you, that means the house is somewhere. That means you can go see the house. <gasps> Bro, how did we not know this? Oh. oh, no, the house was okay. It was filmed in an artificial set in California, and then they built a house on San Juan Island in the state of Washington. So we actually have to go to Washington. That's okay. It was torn down. We can't go anywhere. Oh, never mind. That's disappointing. <laughs> That's sad. Well, at least it was it was quick. It didn't last long, the disappointment. <laughs> it's not like we were planning a trip to go all the way up there just to find out it had been torn down. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, there is also a book. I just read the little synopsis. I'm not going to read it to you just now. But you can go read the book, actually. Don't know if it's good. I haven't read it. Well. If you want to hear more from us, tell us about your movie. That's what I want you to do. You can go on our Instagram or our Twitter, at Podcast, or shoot us an email mixwitchespodcast at gmail.com and you can tell us about your introduction wait was that my cue (laughs) (laughs) yes sorry I'm I'm, I'm reading uh, check please my bad anyway (laughs) we also have a society six which is also at mixwitchespodcast and you can head over to our website, which is mixedwitchespodcast.squarespace.com and listen to all our episodes or read our facts page about us. Yeah, that's, that's what's there. Hope, yep. <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed... Fuck, I don't remember what we talked about. Star seeds and... Star seeds. And, and circles. <laughs> Casting Sorry, circles. Cast- Fucking all that information went straight in one ear out the other. Oh my god. I'm still stuck on vivid blue eyes. Anyway. How you wrote that down, but like you didn't. Like somebody else wrote that, clearly. Somebody dead ass wrote that. It wasn't me, I swear. Anyway. Hope you guys got something out of this episode and hope you guys return next week. Bye. Bye. Minds were getting faded Did not appreciate all that they created We're chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Thinking more but doing less
the test, y'all. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that witch's brew. You got nothing better to do, cause you're sailing down the easiest street again. Damn, X marks the spot, or is it O? Feeling so low, chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. 